Welcome to NP Certification Q&A, presented by Fitzgerald Health Education Associates. This podcast is for NP students studying to pass their NP certification exam. Getting to the correct test answers means breaking down the exam questions themselves. Leading NP expert, Dr. Margaret Fitzgerald, shares her knowledge and experience to help you dissect the anatomy of a test question so you can better understand how to arrive at the correct test answer. So if you're ready, let's jump right in. A 21-year-old woman with a 15-year history of asthma presents with acute bacterial rhinosinusitis. She's without fever and in no acute distress. Her current medications include an inhaled corticosteroid LABA inhaler for both reliever and prevention asthma therapy and a levonorgestrel IUD for contraception. She also reports being told by her parents that she has penicillin allergy and states, quote, I had a pink rash on my face and body for a few days when I took penicillin when I was around three to four years old. In considering ABRS, antimicrobial therapy for this patient, the preferred option would be A, cefadoxime, B, azithromycin, C, amoxicillin, D, trimethoprone sulfamethoxazole. The correct answer here is A, cefadoxime. Where should you start? First, determine what kind of question this is. We're being provided with the diagnosis ABRS and asked to choose an appropriate therapy. Therefore, of course, this is a treatment or a planned question. Let's take a look at some background information. This patient reports penicillin allergy with a clinical response limited to the skin. There's no mention of difficulty with breathing or other potentially life-threatening manifestations of an allergic reaction or anaphylaxis. Well, I suspect you would like more information about this patient, and I certainly would if I was in the exam room with this patient. Keep in mind that board questions typically contain just enough information, just enough. If the information is not there, such as a deeper description of her allergic reaction to penicillin, then it's not needed to come up with an accurate answer. The beta-lactam antimicrobials are a large drug class and include the penicillins, such as penicillin, amoxicillin, dicloxacillin, ampicillin, and others, and the cephalosporins, all that have either a CEPH or a CEF prefix, including drugs like ceprozole, brand name ceftin, cefuroxime, cefadoxine, brand name bantin, uh, ceftriaxone and brand name Rocephin and a number of others. The commonality with all of these antibiotics is that they have a beta-lactam ring in their molecular structure, hence why they're called the beta-lactams. Historically, patients with reported penicillin allergy were not prescribed cephalosporins for fear of cross-reaction because the molecules are with all of these are similar. However, further study fails to support this practice. In addition, whereas about 10% of the population actually report penicillin allergy, the most common form of antibiotic allergy, this is likely a very significant overestimation of the condition's prevalence 
Many other reports say it's probably more like 1% to 2% of the general population at very best truly have penicillin allergy. In particular, a report of an allergic reaction in early childhood, as mentioned here, she said that she had a rash when she was three or four years old, could simply be a viral exanthem or a skin lesion induced by a viral infection or an amoxicillin drug rash that's not allergic in basis. At the same time, immunoglobulin E, IgE-mediated type 1 reaction to beta-lactams can include rapid onset of maculopapular skin eruptions, urticaria with itch, with more severe reactions, including respiratory symptoms, such as cough and bronchospasm, as well as cardiovascular compromise, including tachycardia and hypotension. And when you add on the respiratory and the cardiovascular manifestation, you're talking about anaphylaxis. This potentially life-threatening anaphylactic reaction is thankfully quite rare, but when it does occur, the onset is usually within hours of taking a triggering antimicrobial or for other conditions like bee sting or anaphylactic reaction to another med, it would be very, very quickly after the triggering event. Given this type of clinical presentation is not mentioned in this scenario, you should assume that what is reported by the patient is accurate. Again, I appreciate you want more information, but you've been given enough to answer this question. I will add, whenever a patient reports any type of an allergic or an adverse reaction to a substance, whether it's a drug, food, environmental factor, or the like, the clinical reaction needs to be clearly documented. And I'll give you a quick example here. A lot of patients will say, I'm allergic to ibuprofen. And when you say, what happens when I take ibuprofen? They might say something like, well, I get my stomach gets upset. Well, that's not an allergy. It's an adverse reaction. I would document that, but it's not a true allergy. So let's get back to the point of the question, choosing an antimicrobial for this patient. With any medication, the option should focus on a drug that will be safe, particularly given penicillin allergy history, but also effective for the given condition. We need to assume that the ABRS diagnosis is accurate as reported, and since we're told the patient's not in acute distress and not highly febrile, this person is not severely ill with ABRS. Antimicrobial choices in ABRS should provide activity against the most common ABRS organisms, including Streptococcus pneumoniae, a gram-positive organism, Haemophilus influenzae, and Morixella cateralis, both gram-negative organisms with the propensity to produce beta-lactamase. If you've gone through all of the podcasts so far, you probably have heard me mention these three bugs, strep pneumo, H-flu, and MCAT in the treatment of acute otitis media as well. Always watch for patterns because when you have diseases caused by the same bugs, suddenly you're going to see the same drugs coming up over and over and over again. By the way, assuming with the levonorgestrel IUD, pregnancy is not a variable here, and that her asthma history and the medications don't complicate this scenario. 
With that in mind, let's take a look at the question again. A 21-year-old woman with a 15-year history of asthma presents with acute bacterial rhinosinusitis. She is without fever in, in no acute distress. Her current meds include an ICS lava inhaler for reliever in prevention asthma therapy and a leave adjustable containing IUD for contraception. She also reports being told by her parents that she has penicillin allergy and states, quote, I had a pink rash on my face and body for a few days when I took penicillin when I was about three to four years old, close quote. And considering ABRS, antimicrobial therapy for this patient, the preferred treatment option would be A, cefpidoxine. This is actually the correct answer. According to the Sanford Guide, which is all based on evidence-based practice in antimicrobial therapy, an oral second or third generation cephalosporin will provide activity against the causative ABRS organisms. This is also acceptable for use in the report of a milder penicillin allergy. With a history of anaphylactic reaction to penicillin, i.e. now difficulty breathing, cardiovascular issues, the cephalosporins should likely be avoided. But truthfully, some study says they're probably okay even in the history of anaphylaxis. But this is our best choice for this particular patient. B, azithromycin. This is incorrect. Can this medicine be used in penicillin allergy? Absolutely, as there's no cross-reactivity between the beta-lactams and their macrolide. But azithromycin as a macrolide antibiotic, the entire class is no longer recommended to treat AOM or ABRS which are all caused by the same organism. And the reason for that is the very poor streptococcus pneumoniae activity. In other words, too high a risk of treatment failure when using azithromycin. And and you're going to run into that same comment in the pneumonia treatment guidelines and a number of other treatment guidelines when strep pneumo can be a cause of the infection. Option C, amoxicillin. Well, obviously, given this is a penicillin form, this is incorrect. However, in individuals without penicillin allergy, amoxicillin is often used as a first-line therapy and milder ABRS. And the point of that being in here as a distractor is if you miss out or don't consider the penicillin allergy, you might go for that and say, oh, Amox is a first-line therapy for ABRS. It generally is, but not for this patient because she reports penicillin allergy. Option D, trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole, aka Bactrim. While there's no cross-reactivity between the beta-lactams and trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole, this is not an acceptable option due to the limited activity of this drug combination against the ABRS organisms. Key takeaway, antimicrobial prescribing focuses on choosing a therapy that will be both safe and effective for that particular patient. Thank you for listening to NP Certification Q&A, presented by Fitzgerald Health Education Associates. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. 
And for more NP resources, visit FHEA.com.